Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Dry, comfortable weather will continue across the eastern Ohio Valley, the northeast and the mid-Atlantic states right into the coming weekend. It's the halcyon days of late summer or early fall. Meanwhile, even though the tropics are somewhat active, they are going to be quieting down somewhat as far as the United States mainland is concerned. This is Weather Insider for Tuesday, September 17th. We're at episode number 142. And today's edition, Dave, is powered by TD Ameritrade. You know, so you've you've done a lot of research on a trade, but you just can't decide if you want to go through with it. You ever been there, Dave? Oh, yes, absolutely. TD Ameritrade's trade desk might be the secret to figuring it all out. Just go to tdameritrade.com slash trade desk to see how they can help gut check your trades. Member SIPC. This is Evan Myers talking. That is Dave Dombeck. <laughs> both from AccuWeather.com. Dave, thanks for answering my questions about TD Ameritrade. And now let's talk about answering questions about the weather uh, in the Ohio Valley, and especially Mid-Atlantic and Northeast. We talked yesterday, we talked on Monday about how the fact is that uh, things are dry. They're going to stay dry into the weekend. Comfortable nights, cool nights, really, low humidity, warm days, and it's going to be getting warmer. So let's kind of wrap all those things together. Let me ask a couple questions about how long is it going to stay dry? How much is it going to heat up as we head toward the weekend? Well, we'll, we'll tackle even though the, today's Tuesday. Even though it's you know we're Tuesday and Wednesday, you know the fact of the matter is we're always looking ahead to the weekend, right? Right, we're looking ahead, and, and this is going to be the the longest dry stretch in a lot of places that we've had in in quite some time. Um, Wednesday, it's a little dicey once you get from let's say eastern Long Island. Uh, into um, into New England, there could be a sprinkle, so there could be a try. And it's not not any big deal, but the the whole dry spell enough it, to make the ground wet. Right, right. But but you get back to New York City, and certainly from there westward, Philly, the corridor down the I ninety five corridor. Uh, the next the the rest of the week is dry. It's going to stay dry through the weekend. The next bona fide chance of any rain uh, in this area may not be until late Monday or Monday night, uh, and even then, so it's only a, long, a chance. That's a long stretch. How far back do we have to go to see when's the last time we had a stretch of no rain, of no precipitation? Glad in some you of those asked places? that. I'm glad you asked that because I just I did some research here. Let's uh, tackle Philadelphia first. Um, there was a, a dry stretch. Um, Earlier this summer, June 22nd to the 27th, there was six days. However, during that six-day stretch, there was a trace. You have to go all the way back to get not a trace at all. Actually, last year, late last year, December 6th to the 13th, eight-day stretch. So we may be, you know, so knocking been, on the doorstep so of that a long one. Time. Explain uh, from a technical standpoint. I mean, a trace doesn't sound technical, but explain technically what do you have to have? How much moisture do you have to have in order for it to show up as a trace? I mean, just like uh, sprinkles, drizzle, uh, something to maybe wet the ground. Um, but it's got to actually be measurable to get that hundredth of an inch. You actually 
have to measure the hundredth to call it a measurable rain. But trace is a trace. So, Dave, you're talking about two different things. One, you're talking about when there was absolutely no rain whatsoever, mm-hmm. and that would be a trace. And then also there's the no measurable rain part of it as well. Exactly. You can have a trace, but it just it wets the ground and, and it kind of evaporates and that's it. So it sounds like it's going to last for a while. The other question for you is how warm is it going to get? Uh, what are the warmest days going to be in this stretch until that rain comes in uh, early next week or after the weekend's over? Well, I think before we could get to the warm part of things, we have to get to the cool side of things. It's actually we're going to have a, a tale of two seasons here this week, even though uh, a fall doesn't officially begin until early next week. It's going to feel like fall Wednesday and Thursday of this week. We're going to have a little taste of fall uh, below normal temperatures and some very cool nights. Uh, we're looking at some of the coolest readings uh, in the east, in the northeast, since uh, early to mid-June. Uh, the, the benchmark on New York City is June 4th, 54 degrees. That's what we're predicting for a low Wednesday night, early Thursday morning. Philadelphia, the benchmark is June 15th, 53, and that's what we're predicting here later this week. Once we get past that, uh, the same high-pressure system that came down out of Canada, gave us the cool weather, uh, is going to totally change character like a chameleon, and it's going to turn into a heat pump uh, as we head into the weekend. I suspect that we are not going to be warm enough. It's one of those we have to keep nudging the high temperatures up because of the dry ground, uh, because of a good setup where the high is and what the wind direction is and so forth. So we're pushing temps uh, probably mid-80s in New York City, upper 80s, maybe even close to 90 uh, in Philly, so, so Baltimore, sa- New- so and, and sa- D.C. So Saturday, Sunday, Monday, temperatures are going to be some 10 to 15 degrees above normal high temperatures. Maybe uh, any any records challenge, perhaps? Perhaps. Uh, the records are still pretty high this time of year, but we'll see. You know, that, that, that could be – and sometimes you get some places that have a sitting duck – you know, all the, all the records, duck. all the records around are, you know, either higher, depending on whether you're looking at lows or highs. And it's just one of those that hasn't been broken year after year after year. It just you avoid it. So we'll have to look at that. That's that certainly is a possibility. And the interesting thing you talked about, Dave, is the ground is dry. The main way that the surface uh, gets uh, surface, of the earth gets heated up is uh, the sun heating up the ground and then the ground helping to reflect that heat into the lower part of the atmosphere. And that's how you get things heated up. But if there's a lot of moisture in the ground, a lot of the sun's energy doesn't go to heating up the ground. It goes into evaporating the moisture. Mm -hmm. So if you start out with dry ground, that energy goes to work almost 100% heating things up, and that's why you can get a lot warmer when there's uh, when there's dry weather, and that's what that what we're going to look at this time. Exactly. Also, want to talk about uh, the tropics uh, because I mentioned that even though there's things going on in the tropics, as far as the U.S. is concerned, things actually are going to start to quiet down a bit. We have Hurricane Umberto, which is off the southeastern coast of the United States, moving away, moving off to the east-northeast. It's a Category 2. As I mentioned yesterday, it still could uh, obtain Category 3 status, at least mm-hmm. for a little bit on the Saffir-Simpson scale. The only part of parcel of land that's probably going to directly impact, because it is indirectly affecting the east coast of the United States with rip currents and, mm-hmm. and, and high tides and so on, the only place it, could, it might directly hit, um, impact is Bermuda. How Mm -hmm. close is it going to get to Bermuda and when? Yeah, we're looking at the closest pass uh, to Bermuda um, late Wednesday night, uh, early Thursday. 
90, maybe 100 miles uh, on that order. Um, off to the what? Off to the uh, northwest. Nor- and so they are in the right side, the right quadrant of the storm. And so if that ends up being a little bit closer, uh, then things could get uh, pretty pretty bad uh, for a time in, in Bermuda. It's, it's interesting. You look at Bermuda, it's this tiny speck out there in the, in the ocean. And it's very hard to get a direct hit. But this is going to be a pretty close pass uh, with uh, Umberto later than week. And it should remain well off to the southeast of the Canadian Maritimes that were hit fairly hard by Dorian. Mm-hmm. So that that's good news. There's the, the potential uh, of another tropical system uh, late uh, in the in the week, uh, uh, affecting areas or approaching the Leeward Islands, maybe over the weekend. But at least at this point, it looks like that system will stay off to the uh, the northeast and the north of the islands. And then, if even if it does organize, probably recurve away from the U.S. mainland. It seems like you know we had Dorian that not it kind of eked in, but not mm-hmm. quite made it to U.S. Then we have Umberto, which is a little bit farther east, and it looks like the trend for the if any of the next couple of systems off of Africa form is going to be even farther east, farther away from the U.S. coastline. So we're not ready to throw in the towel nope, yet on nope. on the U.S. <laughs> mainland getting hit directly by a system. But as as it, we're still at the peak, but as every day goes by, mm-hmm. uh, the prospects of that happening lessen just a little bit. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's still you, we have to be very vigilant and watch things uh, extremely carefully over the next several weeks. Like you said, we're just past the peak, but some of the worst storms uh, that we can remember in history have happened in late September and into October. So we're not out of the woods yet. And we will be vigilant here on AccuWeather.com, and uh, we'll be back on Wednesday taking a look once again at the weather, uh, see how nice – how this nice weather will hold, and uh, just uh, keeping an eye on the tropics, uh, trying to keep everything away from uh, any anyone, keep anyone out of harm's way. Thank you for listening to today's edition of Weather Insider. If you enjoyed this AccuWeather podcast, check out our other shows, including Everything Under the Sun, released every single Thursday, the AccuWeather Daily, and our latest podcast, Field Conditions, giving you the inside information of how weather can affect your fantasy picks. They're all available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your favorite shows. 